The Beer and Pretzel Podcast and Trash Talk Podcast are part of the Buttwide, though, and Podfix Networks. Check them out to hear more content from other great podcasters. So let's find out what characters will be playing in the stage and scene. So first for the straight shooter, draw a card and just look at the suit. Uh, diamonds. Diamonds. You are playing the straight shooter. So you're playing the straight shooter, just but for your own like B plot. Okay, so I'm just playing myself. Yeah, so you just play your character again. Okay. Uh, it could be like your character goes on his own like side story. And draw one for me, please. What is it? Diamonds, sorry. Diamonds. I am going to be playing the oddball. So the oddball in my character's story is Jimmy Longfingers because he is a bartender at my nightclub and he's gotten into trouble for sticking his fingers in places it shouldn't be, like people's purses or uh, swiping cards or so swiping it be chips. Sticky fingers, not long fingers. You know, he's got, like, spider fingers. He just reaches and grabs things. He's a, a pickpocket. Okay. And he has trouble. Um, he gets into danger when um, he doesn't pay back his gambling debts. He is not a detective because he runs the bar at Ace's nightclub. That's a good reason to not be a police officer. Sure. Now, Travis, draw a card to see whom the main character of this side story, which is your character, um, has, he has a problem. What is the problem? Okay. And just go off what the value is. Five. Five. You have an issue with the touchstone character, which is one of your characters. Oh. One of your side characters. And that is basically the little mini story of this episode is whatever issue you're having with this person. Okay. As we return from commercial, the camera's already switched to like me inside the nightclub or outside it, but it's now gonna be outside at the crimes where the body was, basically. Okay. And maybe is Jimmy Two Fingers, not Jimmy Two Fingers. What about long Jim, fingers? Yeah, Jimmy Long Fingers. Is he walking home like to go back home after his shift, or maybe he's being nosy and poking around the crime scene, or maybe is it maybe my subordinates also named Jimmy. Is it also? Why are we all all these characters of the same name? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but you find him. Maybe he's pressed up against a wall by like a bookie. Okay. And then you either chase off or arrest the bookie. Then because what? that we get to uh, talk. Oh, I thought I was having a conversation with my, with the touchstone. You have an issue with the touchstone. Oh, issue. Okay. Yeah. You have some kind of issue with them. So yeah, well, I guess while I'm outside, um, I see whatever is going on with your bookie agent. And I say, you cannot uh, loiter, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, and I walk up and basically chase off the bookie, holding out my badge, flashing my badge. I um, clean off the dust and dirt off me, and I go, whoo, that was close. Thank you very much, mister. And I try to get out of this situation as quickly as I can. Um, sorry, but you, you were in the nightclub back there, right? Uh, yes, I work there. Okay, you can't leave yet. We're not done with the Damn it. investigations. Or I get inter not interrogations, the uh, questioning. Question. 
He goes, listen, I'm just a bartender. I wasn't Yes, outside. exactly. You have more information than anybody. Literally. And he goes, all right, what can I help you with? Uh, did you see this man with the guy on the ground? Did you see him with anybody else throughout the night besides uh, the one he was having a conversation with at, at his private table? So he will give information, but should I make the touchstone, the character you have a problem with, like one of the suspects? Or how do you think I should integrate the touchstone in? Uh, so my touchstone is a forensics uh, uh why I was outside the one of the forensics team. Oh, the guy who told you that there was no fingerprints. Uh, girl, car. but yes, it was oh, the girl. only girl in the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Her nice. name is Beth. Beth. Okay. Uh, yeah, the only female character in the entire show that talks. Yeah, this is classic Michael Bay. Actually, it's not classic Michael Bay. He would have more female characters. No, no, female characters, but they don't talk. No, that's true. So they, so far, we're abiding by the Michael Bay laws. Yes. Also, I forgot, but like once we left the nightclub, I have a tall pole with the American flag flying in the background. Oh, I thought I figured you'd have like a stripper pole, like right after. Well, he probably has that too. Maybe it's a stripper pole, but also has an American flag on it. <laughs> a bit disrespectful, but yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I tell you a little bit about the Touchstone character. I tell you that I saw them earlier that day. Came in and they were talk. She, Beth, she was talking to. Um, the gay boyfriend and the police cop, who wish we haven't even given him a name. First name we can think of. Tony. Yeah. His name's Tony. Okay. Uh, Tony and his boyfriend, Beth, was interacting with him earlier in the day as soon as the nightclub opened. That doesn't necessarily mean they're a suspect, but that's what I tell you. Okay. So, for because this is like a B plot story not related to mystery, what trouble is this character Beth giving you that is making the audience kind of think they're a little bit of an antagonist, but maybe not necessarily a killer? Uh, well, so she's basically been kind of giving me the runaround, um, writing off uh, evidence such as the police chief's fingerprints on the car, mm. other stuff, just not. Like, not explaining exactly how he died, because, like, they always give you, like, blunt floors trauma to the head or something. Like, I know he was hit by a car, but, like, did he break his legs and then mm. smash his head off the car? Did Was he laying down on the ground and the car ran over his head? Like, how exactly did he die? She's not giving me any of that information. She's just basically stonewalling me. Huh. And I'm not appreciating that. And it could just be because she doesn't like you, or maybe she's trying to hold, like disguise things because the motive for the police chief is that there's a conspiracy. So she could maybe be part of the conspiracy to kind of like hide this whole thing, right? We got some good things. Now let's jump into scene three um, of uh, act two. An issue rises. This first scene, it's going to be a wild card part. So we start uh, the scene. Travis, pull a suspect card. Okay. Uh, which one am I looking at? Uh, both. Oh, uh, red queen. Oh, not red. Sorry. Diamond queen. Diamond that diamond is the boyfriend again, the politician. Now we're going to learn a little bit more information about this. This could be a little bit more incriminating. And what was it again? Queen accusation. Maybe that character's going to accuse someone else of being a killer, or maybe someone's going to just accuse this person and give evidence to why. 
Okay, I'm gonna start the scene and then you're gonna finish it. And then you're gonna be finishing the scene by coming up with some information in the case when I talk about silver. <laughs> okay, so basically an easy setup. Everyone's getting antsy, a little upset because everyone's pretty much just locked inside this nightclub. The music has been turned off at this point. You told people they can't drink, so people are starting to get a little rowdy and a little pissed off. The third suspect we haven't talked to yet, which is the rival, he exposed himself by accusing the boyfriend of murdering him. Or, or do you think the boyfriend should just accuse the rival as that would make sense? Either way, scene's not really about the rival. Yeah, I think it would make... Either way, it would make sense, but I think it should be the rival. Perfect. The boyfriend. Rival is going to accuse the boyfriend of being the one who did it. Okay, and I, I walk up to him and ask him, how do you know this? How do you know he's the one who killed him? He goes... The rival uh, kind of stutters, and he goes, well, I've... I've heard they've had issues together. They're not only partners in bed, but partners in business. I heard they have a side business selling and slinging dope on the side. And what and connection do you have to them? I'm just a friendly face giving you some information, officer. You don't have that friendly of a face. My character mentioned silver for some reason. Um, I'm trying to think of how to word in silver. Um, I, you hear me talking... About, oh, I talked to the guy and I'm like, so this guy's been trying to sell drugs in my nightclub. What is he selling? Heroin, weed, silver. Silver is going to be a made up word for crystal meth. It's called silver in this world for some reason. So you appear to be a drug dealer. And how would a drug dealer know this, uh, this figure head of state? government whatever it is i don't care which character of mine are you talking to well, this isn't your character this is the the rival oh talking the rival to, i'm talking to him asking him how he knows the boyfriend and the the okay. tony he says because he showed up to my gun store he's always Wait, you sell me. guns and drugs that's illegal he goes no no no, jail. no 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 i've only sell guns i don't sell drugs i'm saying this dude here your victim, he sold drugs and he tried to sell drugs to my customers at my gun shop. And the boyfriend at this point, he's super pissed off because he's like, this guy has had beef with um, Tony. That's his name. Yeah, Tony the victim. <laughs> that's his name. Tony the victim. <laughs> he's had, they've been rivals for a while and that's why he's trying to throw this on me, officer. And they're just having this argument. Travis, what does silver kind of tip off in your brain to give some kind of idea that one of these guys is on crystal meth okay yeah so crystal meth somehow relates to the case perfect that's a good way to end it and that goes on to scene four uh starting with a straight shooter um who starts the scene and uh, pull up another suspect card and it can't be diamonds hey club look at that club this is our second time where we learn more information about the police chief in this scene and um it was club what? Oh, uh, three, I believe. Um, yeah, three. That would be fingerprints or DNA again. Just go. Let's do a different one. Uh, ace. Ace. Financial details or phone records? Okay. So, uh, so I mean, clearly they have phone records because he's his boss. Mm. Um, I I go up to the police chief. 
for more questioning, and I'm like, you called him. You called Officer Tony. Tony. Uh, Tony the victim. Tony victim. Weird last name. <laughs> yeah. Tony uh, victim. The victim. Uh, you called him two minutes before his death. While he was in the middle of a nightclub. Did you have a reason for this? The police chief is not going... He's going to just... The idea that he's involved at, at all in this case, he blows you off as just some young punk kid. He tells you to get back and start investigating for clues or anything That's like that. That's what I'm doing right now. Answer and the question. he does not answer your question, which leads into you being frustrated. You weren't able to get the information you needed, but I'm able to help you get that by doing something with a random word. Animal. <laughs> Okay, so so you don't need to find his phone records. You know about the phone records. Well, we, yeah, we, 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 we've, we've looked. Mm. I had a, uh, an acquaintance of mine, also by the name of Jimmy. <laughs> he, uh, he looked up his phone records and then, uh, I guess, called me because there's no texting back then. Yeah. Okay, so... Or I had him call your, your, your place, your establishment, and talk to me. There we go, because landlines, you know? Problems of the 80s. I'm going to end the scene. So you set that up and you aren't oh. able to get inf information from him. I am going to bring uh, what? I'm trying to think of something to do with animal. Never mind. Oh, uh, no. Keep... I'm supposed to be the one who does something with an animal. <laughs> <laughs> no, bad phrase. And I bring in my pet because I just like blow money in the stupidest stuff as a nightclub owner. I bring in my pet cheetah. And I bring right, it downstairs. Definitely illegal in the United <laughs> States. <laughs> it might be legal in uh, Arab, yeah, you know, in Arab Emirates, but that's not legal here. The cops go over, and um, someone is start talking to me, and kind of everyone kind of like separates at this point. The police chief storms off. You follow him, and you hear him talk on the phone to someone, and me bringing the animal. Uh, kind of like distracted everyone kind of led the police chief to give himself a chance to get away from you and only then by following him are you able to hear more information he on the phone is talking to some kind of dealer someone he identifies as the dealer and he's talking super vague about um some of the cops on the scene might figure it out that are not on the uh that are not on the payroll and you're able to put this together as a second piece of evidence against a police officer. We know a lot more about him, but it's still not enough to convince us that he is the actual killer. But what you do learn, Travis, is that there is some kind of like conspiracy going on where some police officers are finally getting bought off by street dealers. Or maybe they they also sling dope too. And of course, they're keeping this hush-hush. And since you're fresh yet, they haven't convinced you to kind of join them and be like a, a dirty cop. And that kind of sucks, I assume, for you. But doesn't necessarily convince you that he's a murderer. Uh, I, Yeah, definitely more suspicious of him now. Not 100% sure he's a murderer. But it does give me more reason to now suspect the rival makes sense because if he couldn't be bought off by or if the cop couldn't be bought off by him then i could see him wanting to fight or i guess actually no sorry the cop was selling drugs okay so yeah the cop's selling drugs but the gun owner didn't want anything any part of it so yes. never mind it's just the cop and the boyfriend i have no suspicions of the rival yet the rival yet let's uh go on to scene five the last scene of act two let's see who are we talking to for this and this uh, will be a wild card started scene clubs you can't uh, so right now we just have to do 
um, the last two scenes of this are going to both have to be the rival. So there's no point in drawing scenes, except only to see what kind of um, clue type we have. Because we have to have everyone go twice. A 10 for this, it is a tip or informant again. Okay. So you get some kind of tip that is going to so motivate the, you towards the rival. Now that the the rival has accused the uh, the boyfriend of of sell, of selling drugs together with him or yep. helping him sell drugs, um, now the boyfriend is going to accuse the rival of wanting his his lover dead because of uh, they've fought for years. They've they've been in, had issues for years with. I don't even know some some reason they just they fight they they're constantly yeah. at each other's throats. Okay, find out that they're actually family. Oh, really? The rival and and Tony. Do we find out what kind of family? I'm assuming cousins. Cousins? Ooh, that's good. That kind of adds an extra layer to this. Like, could he kill his actual cousin, or does that family connection like make them even more of hated rivals? Well, you I mean, that, that, that's why they've been rivals. But yeah, would it make it worse? In this scene, asset. All right. I bring up the word asset. Um, when I start also drilling this guy, I start talking to the rival. And I'm Don't trying drill to get... my, my suspects, please. That's yeah. just wrong. Poor phrase it. My guy's all about that. Um, I start interrogating him, and I get him to open up into all of his assets, the things that he's into. And we also kind of figure out by the guy slipping up his assets aren't just selling guns. It looks like he sells other bulk items that we guess pretty clearly also drugs. He's somehow involved with a silver meth organization somehow. Or maybe the rival, like he sells, even these cops sell on the side. Maybe that's so why the rivals, drug rivals. So the, so this, so your cousin, Tony, was selling on your turf and you didn't like that, did you? Talking to the, the rival. He goes, no, because I don't want my customers involved with any of that. Uh, I don't know what you're trying to get at. I didn't mean what I said by assets. I mean, you know, financial assets. You can't sell financial assets in bulk. He goes, I uh, mean, you, I guess you could sell money, but it'd be pointless. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's fake money. Are you laundering money? Is that what it is? He goes, no, no, no. It's nothing like that. And he so eventually... Drugs. Uh, yeah, so he's going to he's admit that he used to sell but doesn't anymore and he did not like his cousin now going into his area. He's been trying to break away from this scene, the drug scene, but now his cousin is going to his area and old habits die hard, sometimes quite literally. And he did not like his cousin moving to his area, even though he doesn't sell anymore, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that is kind of how we end that scene as you interrogate and learn a little bit more. And he's basically on the verge of just saying, yeah, I sell drugs. Lock me up right now, even if I'm not the murderer. But we still have one more scene with Arrival. The second to last scene, scene six. But, but first, before we do that, we should do our final scene of the B story of the issue reaches a turning point. So going back to you and Jimmy Longfingers. How do we wrap up this little story of you and this rivalry with this? Um, well, what does she do, Beth? Oh, the trouble I had with her. After talking to Jimmy, I walk back up to her and I'm like, what What was your conversation with, with Tony before he died? What information were you gathering or what were you telling him to be wary of? Mm. Talking to Beth. 
I'm assuming you're playing Beth in this yeah, role. Yeah, I guess I would be. This B story ends with you getting a confession out of her and eventually her firing that she's addicted to silver. And that's why she was there earlier. But she has nothing to do with the like the crime scene. She didn't murder him to get more or because she's but like behind This seems like a, a conflict of interest for you to be doing the, aut or the crime scene investigation when you're a client. She goes, I'm just trying to do my job. I had nothing to do with it. Can you please not tell the chief? I have no supplier anyway anymore. You're out of nightclub. There's like 50 suppliers right there. Not of silver. And she also gives you information that silver is now only being run through this cop. Tony, the victim, he's the only one that sells it. It is true that his cousin doesn't sell anymore. Well, so, I mean, he could still sell just not silver, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So... So the supply chain's dried up, but that's assuming that he wasn't in cahoots with anyone else because I'm assuming he has to buy it from somebody. They could always find a new seller. Yeah, that's true. But that's her reason. Does your character... Do you think your character at the end of this mini-story, do they report Beth and her fired or maybe arrested? Or does he kind of like keep this information? What happens with this? I keep the information. I just tell her to call out sick from work. Okay. you're not allowed on this investigation anymore. All right. She calls out of this, and they're a little pissed off why she would just randomly abandon it, but she has to get home to her kids. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she goes home, and she stays out of it, and now we don't have her, who's definitely a conflict of interest, like you said. All right. Now let's get into our final scene with um, the rival, and then we're going to get into our final scene in the movie where we are uh, the killers revealed. So what is the value on the card, Travis? King. Can't do jacks, queens, or kings anymore, so you gotta pick something <sighs> else. Jeez. We already had the accusation, which was a big turning point. 10, which is what it was last time. Seven. Seven. Dirty laundry or dark secret about the rival? Although we have learned a decent amount of dark secrets. Yeah. <laughs> but something else. Um, we're going to have to learn. And this scene is led by you. So you're going to start the scene. And then I'm going to help you out because you can't find something relating to this. And I'm going to help you by doing something that relates to snail. Okay. Um, snail. I don't understand that one. Um, so I go I bat, go back to talk to the, the rival, uh, Tony's brother. Or cousin, sorry. And I tell him... I find it quite odd that you, this is not your first time being involved in a murder investigation. What do you mean? There was a case three years ago that was, I just looked into a little bit that you were one of the prime suspects in that. He goes, it was and on the fire range. What? It seems pretty convenient that you happen to own a gun store and gun. Well, albeit somebody used a card in this one, <laughs> but there was a, somebody was shot in that last case. So making you one of the prime suspects. Someone dies at my firing range doesn't make me the killer. There's plenty of people with guns, and unfortunately, probably some kind of accident went off. You say accident, but it was ruled a homicide. Albeit the killer was never caught, it was indeed ruled a homicide. He seems like he can know more information, but he, of course, doesn't want to give up any information, even if it relates to him or anyone else. And you are not able to get the information from him. You're only able to find some more information out when I move at a snail's pace. <laughs> what are you doing now? First, you bring a tiger in the room. Now you can't walk. Cheetah. 
cat. Big cat. You bring a big pussy in the room. <laughs> and now you can't move faster than a mile an hour. Hurry up. How does... Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, how by moving as slow as a snail is going to help you find some information. It clearly isn't. Get it over with. Okay. I start going on the ground, and I start, like, shaking up and down. And you think it's really weird that I'm acting super slow. Turns out when people take this kind of math... They act very similarly to this. They start moving in slow motion, like a snail. And uh, Tony runs over. Not Tony. Tony's dead. Uh, Tony's brother, cousin, who, cousin, the rival. He's gonna run over, and he is going to perform. Uh, I don't know what would be performed on someone that's like having like a drug meltdown. Basically, in Pulp Fiction, you know, when they take the needle when she's like foaming at the mouth, and they like stab her in the heart. That kind of bring her back up from overdosing adrenaline he's gonna basically do that and when he's doing that on me even though i'm not tripping out he just goes into his natural reflexes something falls out of his pocket that gives you some information about him what should that be I'm assuming something that a letter a letter comes out it is from his cousin tony the victim saying to come meet him tonight at this nightclub that's why he's here or we found him here because they had to talk what happened on this date three years ago to the time that you were talking about a death happened on his lot there. So you don't know exactly what happened, but either this rival killed the guy and his cousin knew about it and they confront each other about this, or who knows, maybe Tony accidentally killed someone there and his cousin was being a halfway decent cousin to uh, cover this up. But he's definitely like, Involved very directly with that murder happened three years ago, Travis. Know something about it. Yeah. So I, I go back to him like, you seem to know something about it, considering Tony knew about it. He knew about the murder investigation and seems like he wanted to talk about it, like he had an extra information or wanted to maybe come clean about something. Okay, but nothing to do with this. I was going to meet him tonight, but I found him dead before anything happened. But yeah, three years ago, he breaks down and he will get arrested regardless if he's a murderer or not. But he admits that the two of them killed a rival slinger who was going to sling silver, his own version called Gold. So a rival dealer, you and you guys offed him. him. Yep. And they were going to talk about it tonight for some reason. So Tony had something to say or come clean about. Yep. But he's dead now, so that possible reason for you to kill him. My character comes up to you, and I go, I have some ideas. And I start... We, together we start coming up with some ideas and the audience doesn't hear what we say but eventually we bring everyone together to announce who the killer was and the police chief comes up to you and he basically asks you why you're allowing this guy my character a spades to work with you on this he's kind of like wondering why you're announcing this because he's a better detective than you are sir Ooh, damn the audience is gonna love that moment that they're gonna like your character for that new fan favorite character all right now we get into the final scene is there's no leader or follower just we both are gonna present on this into our final scene and now it's time to unveil the killer travis let's wrap up this story by summing up the murderer who is what let's draw a card before you draw travis if we draw a spade which is the one suspect we don't have because we're playing the shorter version should we just redraw or maybe we don't figure it out or maybe they all did it what do you think we should do if we draw a spade i'm gonna say they didn't all do it i say i'll say redraw redraw okay and Travis, who did it? Oh, it is a spade. 
Spade. Okay, I guess very dramatic moment for nothing. Redraw. Hearts. Hearts. Hearts was the rival, Travis, the cousin. So he knew his brother was finally going to come clean. He wants to get out of the dealing. And he was going to come. He's going to confess to his boss about killing the rival dealer mm. three whatever years ago. And, and Evo he, insisted that he wouldn't give up his cousin. His cousin knew that it was eventually going to get him arrested too. Yeah, because I mean, you know, rival a dealer at the time, which we'd known of now, and also that he helped cover up a murder or killed the guy. Yeah. So he he offed him. Yeah. He ran him over with a stolen car. And his cousin went out into the streets to talk to his cousin yep. in private. And then his cousin just fucking wailed into him with a car. Yeah, his cousin called him from a payphone, told him he'd meet him on the street and they could go for a ride. Yeah. Instead of going for a ride, he just ran him over. And the boyfriend knew nothing about this, probably. I mean, he knew that he was a drug dealer, obviously. Yeah. But, like, he didn't know that his, him and his brother had killed a guy. Yeah, they, he always thought the worst he did was sell drugs. Yeah. And the police chief was here clearly to be witness to this. Do you think the police chief is going to stay on as a, a character side character in our TV show? Or does he somehow get arrested for being compliant to a lot of police officers being dirty? Probably he doesn't get arrested. You probably couldn't well, see, get away with that. That's the thing. We've, we haven't yet proven that they were dirty. Sure. Like we have, we've guessed it and we have some information implying it. Yeah. So we, I'd say he could stay out if he wants to, because we can't prove anything. Great solve by us. Travis, what is the final shot of the movie of both our characters? We get you at one location doing something, one location of me doing something. Well, you're clearly, clearly going to be back at your nightclub in full bloom. Oh, no. What I want to do, I think a good ending shot. I don't know what your scene is going to be, but my ending shot is I want to be driving into the Florida like sunset as like synth music plays in the background. I'm driving like a white like sports car, and I want to do that. Okay, so literally Miami Vice. Yeah, I want to do the Miami Vice thing. Okay, I'm going to go to a taco stand. My okay. reward for any case solved is a taco. Huh. And it's going to be the most premium taco uh, in all of East L.A. Interesting. Or not L.A., sorry, Miami. Is it just like a taco stand or is or it like a taco, taco business? Taco truck. And you know that this particular taco truck makes, makes the, the best ones best. around. And I have to go there as my reward, and I just sit at my picnic table. I mow down, and then I get flashbacks in my head of, of the good times I had. Okay, good. And that was our episode of Partners. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll hear from you next time on the Beer and Pretzel Podcast. Thanks for listening.